Welcome here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. We're on site, on location at the Wildcat Sports Pub with the West Genesee football team. We're ushering in the 2019 season. You can't see them. They're on the other side of us. Can you please show yourself some love for West Genesee football? Go ahead and clap it up. <laughs> so we are here inside of the Wildcat Sports Pub every single month here on 3680 Milton Avenue in Camillus, New York. We're with West Genesee, exclusively brought to you by Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. Here we have John Benson with us tonight for part number one, Anthony Detalis and head coach Joe Corley. Of course, myself is Dan Tortora. Thank you to Danny Tome and the entire team at the Wildcat. This is the first team that gets to be on the stage in the expansion. So how do you feel about that, Coach? You're breaking in the stage for us. Makes us feel awfully special, Dan. It's something, something new, something different. Since the last time we had football season, this did not exist. What do you think about the expansion? This is great. I mean, this has always been a great experience for us. You know, I appreciate you bringing us in here and getting our guys exposure. Um, they deserve it. They work very hard, so we're excited to be here. John, what do you think about it? What do you think about this, this new stage and there is going to be the opportunity to put some West Genesee stuff on the screen, too, in the future. What do you think about this new place? Uh, yeah, that's really exciting. Um, it's great to be here. <laughs> that's that really exciting. All right. Anthony, um, and I, give a little bit more to that here. I think it was a here. great expansion for the Wildcat, yeah. and I think it brings out more exposure and more people to bring to the Wildcat for this and, our, like, try to get us the word out. You have not been up here with me before no what did the guys tell you about this experience did they give you any warnings anything about rapid fire any of that um they said it would be a lot of questions in a row and some weird questions also all right are you have you prepared anything i have not okay so you didn't do any homework no all right fair enough what can you say about this year's west jenny team how would you describe it as you head into the season um i think we have great chemistry and we do a lot of team bonding so I think that will really help us out. And we got great leadership for the seniors. And I think Yeah, you just got to hold on to that. Hello. All yeah, right. there you go. And I think um, together, if we work together, I think it will be great for the season. What can you say about the senior leadership? Who's, who's kind of leading the way for this team? I'm not trying to bend it. Um, I think the captains, me, Malin, and John, and also Amir, um, pretty much every senior does their role. John, what can you say about this year's team? How would you describe it? Um, I think we're really similar to last year in that we have a lot of hardworking guys, and we're all really excited for the season to start. Who are some of the guys that you would say, I mean, we talked about, to Anthony about leadership. Where can you say the leadership comes from this year? Um, it comes from our seniors, just uh, pushing the guys and getting on them when they're not doing something right and making sure everyone's focused. I had you for basketball, and you just went on and no big deal, won a state championship. So congratulations again on that. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Took care of some business at the end there. Had a nice trip to Binghamton. So we're gonna, we'll take a, a break from football just for a second. Has it set in yet that you're a champion? Does it still feel weird to, to, to know that and to know that you're going to be walking around the halls as a... West Genesee champion for basketball, first time ever state champion. Yeah, I mean, it really set in when we got the rings at a practice, and it was just like, yeah, we're really state champs. <laughs> what did what did coach what coach Fred Kent? How's how's he been with 
everything lately. Has it set in for him yet? Because I know on the court it was still kind of surreal. Yeah, I know. He probably will say it hasn't really set in yet. <laughs> it was awesome, though. How would you describe Coach Corley's personality to Fred Kent's personality? Uh, they're, they're both really friendly guys, really good coaches, and um, they make practice fun. Who yells more? Coach Corley. <laughs> Coach Corley. All right, Coach. Coach, I asked the guys to describe this year's team. Anthony was talking about it being similar to last year. Last year you had some success. What can you say about this year's team in your opinion? Probably the most bittersweet thing about high school football is the fact that you have to see a senior class off every year. Um, you get really close to those guys, and they, they become like your extended family, Dan. They really do. Um, but this group, they've, they've come right in. There's a lot of new faces having to fill, you know, 17 or 18 spots, but they've jumped in. Uh, we haven't missed a beat. The work's been there. The commitment's been there. We get a test tomorrow with Liverpool and CBA to see what we're all about. We're all excited. And like you said, you have that, that test, that opportunity that you have. What do you like about that kind of, you know, the, the, the opportunity to not only see one team, but to see more than one, kind of get a feel for what else is out there? Well, you get multiple looks. I mean, we're going to see a lot of different styles of play this year. So to see two different, completely, completely different styles of offense and defense tomorrow is going to be helpful for us down the road. And as far as it goes for you, for, you know, having these teams, what can you say about having Liverpool and having CBA and kind of maybe the styles or some things you anticipate? Well, Liverpool's going to, they're, they're going to go double tights, two backs, and they're going to punch you in the mouth. CBA is going to try to spread you out a little bit. So we're going to get to work both, you know, both, both styles of play, which is important for us. What about this year's team? Like you said, you have to see seniors off every year. What about this veteran group? Maybe some words to describe them and who they are as leaders as they're, you're going. They're very similar kids. They're a lot of fun to be around. And uh, they don't always see that because we're in practice and we're trying to get focused and we're trying to work them hard. But as coaches, you know, we're really enjoying working with these guys. The commitment's been there, and that's all we can ask of them is, is to be there every day, give your best effort, and they do that. So you see the personalities that are here tonight. How would you describe the makeup of this year's team personality-wise on and off the field? Um, they're, a, they're an awfully funny group of guys. Let's, let's put it that way. They're funny. I mean, um, some of the questions you get in the meetings and some of the comments, they just... Normally, I don't laugh much in practice or in meetings, but I've laughed a lot this year with these guys. Who's the funniest person on the team, in your opinion? It's a tough call. That's a tough call. I got to give Mudge some props. Okay. Um, Where, where's Mudge? Mudge is right center, but right. before I go any further. Yeah, Mudge, you were here for the other one, right? You were right behind me, yeah. You were the one that broke the internet when we were on. Yeah, okay. that's about right. But uh, <laughs> sorry, Mudge, but if, if you want my opinion, the funniest on the team, Xavier takes that one. All sorry. right. All right, well, let's see what the rest of the guys think here. Anthony, who is, who's the funniest on the team in your opinion? Um, I'm going to have to go with Xavier and Mudge, too. Okay. So still the same. John? Uh, I'd have to go with Mudge. It's just some of the stuff. <laughs> All right, so Mudge got three votes. Xavier got two, so you were the, tie, you were the tiebreaker, John. Why, why Mudge? What's so funny about Mudge? <laughs> Uh, Mudge lives down the street from me, kind of. I'm with him a lot, and he's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're with him a lot. What? Yeah, you got to give us an example. You got to tell us something why it's different. 
just like giving him rides to practice and stuff. And I don't know. So spending know. more time with Anthony, what what makes Mudge the funniest? Um, I think his comments. He doesn't really know what, sometimes what he's talking about. So I think he just says stuff and doesn't realize what he's actually saying. So it just comes out like sometimes dumber. It's just like funny. Spot on with that one. Okay. Spot on. So he's funny because he comes <laughs> off dumb. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes. <laughs> All right. Mudge, how do you feel about that? You okay? I'm fine. You okay with it? All right. Fair enough. Coach, who's who's the who's the seri- who's the most serious? Who's the one that's always kind of, you know, zeroed in, yeah, focused all the time? Do you have one? Well, yeah, it's it, it's Ryan Cott. <laughs> Ryan Ryan takes the game very serious, and Ryan's the center. So Ryan's yeah. Ryan's that offensive lineman who has to make all the calls, all the greens, the blues, the rocks, the loads, the rocks, the lose. All those things come from him. So yeah. So he's got to be kind of a step ahead of the team when it comes to knowing which way the play is going, what the scheme is, and what's going on. So in his defense, he has to be focused. All right. And Ryan Ryan's been here before. He's been up here before. Held the door open too, so he comes from good parents. He's a gentleman. He's a gentleman. Is is Anthony? Is he the most serious? Is yes, it right? By far. Okay. Why, in your opinion? Um. Sometimes, like we're just having fun, yeah. and then somebody. <laughs> no, no. Sometimes we're just having fun, and then he'll just like be serious and like won't laugh at the joke, and then everyone just starts stops laughing, and like <laughs> we just laugh like in our own like way because he's so mad at us like for laughing at something so dumb. Is he the one to corral practice? If practice gets off the hinges a little bit, is he the one to bring it back? Yeah, he'll definitely be, uh, get in people's faces and like tell them to stop like messing around. All right, John, would you concur? Is it is it Ryan? Uh, yeah, it's definitely Ryan. I don't think we have too many guys that are that serious all the time, unlike Ryan. <laughs> The way he's looking at you is very serious. Like, that's the other piece I take away from this. So, John, I've asked you this before, and you played on different teams, and so you get, you know, a a very true feeling and kind of different angles to it. But just, again, for you, what it means to be a Wildcat, if it's it's grown at all for you, being a state champion, having another round here with a football team as well, if there's any additive pieces to it now. Uh, Yeah, it's just so much fun. Uh, You don't realize how fast by already being a senior starting my last season of football it's crazy anthony what would you say about what it means to be a wildcat um, I think it means to be pr- uh, proud of where you come from and uh where you came from is really what makes you your uh like own person yeah. and i think that uh translates to everyone in the wildcat family and you talk about it's about where you come from how would you describe this community um, definitely the community is everyone's behind each other um, no one hates each other it's definitely a very friendly uh, well kind group and I think everyone likes each other well you know and I've said this before when we do the show shows here at the Wildcat the amount of people that show up the the things that we have the teammates that you have that come out to it the parents the grandparents the aunts the uncles the you know girlfriends boyfriends cousins whatever the neighbor down the street. <laughs> so, so there's always a lot of people that show up in support. I have no idea what just happened, but there's a lot of things that happen in support. Just what, just what that means to you that when we do try to showcase 
the Wildcats here at the Wildcat that it takes nothing to ask somebody to come out and be supportive of any of the teams that are here. Yeah, you can definitely see it on Friday. People show up to the games, cheer us on. I think that as a community, you hear people in school talking about it all day, yeah. who's going to the football game, and I think that really uh, shows what it is to be a Wildcat. Coach, it's not always easy to be a coach. You know that. Oh, I know that all so well. Got to win, got to be successful, got to help these kids out, got to be another parent for them on and off the field as well, kind of an extension of that. What have you learned in your time coaching West Genesee? What has this taught you? Man, I learn something every year. Um, you know, to me, coaching is about getting to know kids, getting to know their personalities, and, and seeing them grow. And, and every year has its own unique, you know, there's something different about every group, but they're unique in their own way. So just getting to know every kid every year and taking the time to get to know who they are and, and learn their story and get to know them on a more personal level is not just players, but as kids. What do you do to go one step further to get to know them as kids? You spend so much time training, weight room, running, practice, games, film. What's, what's that little bit extra where you get to know them as people? For me, honestly, it's my time in the weight room, just seeing them interact off the football field. And I know it's still in somewhat of a football environment, but you know they're off the football field. They're talking about school. They're talking about things. Um, you just get a chance to see them you know, more being themselves. And for you, you know, I think it's interesting to, to kind of have this take on it as a coach. You want your player, you want the most out of your players. You want that game plan to be set. You want them to execute it. You want to be able to trust them with it. But there's also that other side of it where you as a coach have to look in the mirror. What do you expect of yourself? What can you say when you look in the mirror? Because I think that that's a, a true test of a strong coach is when you kind of constructively look at yourself as well. One of my expectations of my staff is, is to keep commitments but make no promises to the kids. Um, keep commitments and that we're going to do everything we possibly can to get them ready to be successful. And if that means you know, working late on Sundays, working late on Saturdays, we're going to do it. Um, we're not going to promise them anything in terms of playing time, in terms of wins, things like that, um, because anything could happen you know, in the heat of a game. But we're going to make sure that as coaches, we do everything we possibly can to get these guys ready to play. I've asked you before what it means to be a Wildcat. You learn things every year. What can you say going into this year it takes to be a Wildcat? I think it takes putting people before yourself. You know, we have 44 kids in the varsity football team. We only have 11 spots at any given time. So, you know, at any point in the game, you're going to have 33 people off the field, and those guys have to support their teammates who are on the field. They may want to be out there, um, but again, we, we we can't play everybody every week. And um, at some point, you got to put the team first and be unselfish and think of the big picture. Before we get back to the guys. What can you say about the community that you and I have spoken about on and off the air? Just what West Genesee's community has, has been to you, to your family, to this team, to these guys. Just how, what, how you would define this group of people inside of, you know, obviously an in, in area that has so much love for their school. Second to none. I mean, go, go out to a game on Friday night and listen to the Wildcat Nation scream for these guys as they come out the locker room. Um, the stadium's packed. The end zone's packed. It's just an exciting environment to be a part of. So that being said, you guys know the rapid fire is a thing. And I'm going to put you on the hot seat. But 
You can put me on the hot seat too, did they tell you that? They didn't tell you that, okay. So I will ask each of you two questions. You will, ask each, you will each ask me two questions. I have to answer whatever you say. We're on Facebook Live, so I can't dodge a question, but you can't either. So we're going to round robin this thing, so I'll ask each of you a question, then you can ask me one, and then I'll go back, and then I'll go back again. So John, I'm starting with you. This is, we're going to go deep on this one, so you've got to give me more than three words for your answer. You're the President of the United States. You could do anything in the world. You're sitting in the Oval Office. You got the pen and the paper. You can do literally anything. What is the first thing that you do as President of the United States? That's a tough one. Um, <laughs> I'd probably do something around schools. I, I don't know. I'd make... I'd, I'd, I'd make school easier. <laughs> you would make school easier. Yeah, I'd find a way. <laughs> find a way to make school easier. Can take away poverty, can make health care uh, affordable. That would probably sound better. None of that. Just make school easier for the kids. All oh. right, fair enough. Anthony, I'm going to you on this one. All right, Anthony. What is... One food that describes your personality and why. These are the type of questions you guys asked me. I did my homework this time. Um, I'm going to... Chocolate chip cookies, because my mom, my mom makes the best chocolate chip cookies out there. So, because they taste so good, so like... One of the best, describe myself as one of the best, maybe. Okay. That's all I got. So your mom's chocolate chip cookies are the best? Yeah. So they describe you because you're connection to mom and you're the best? Yeah. All right. Okay. All right, Coach. We've done bucket list things before, Coach. Mm-hmm. We have? We have. So I'm going to throw it to you like this. We're going we're gonna to change it up. You can be a NASCAR driver. Okay. or a fighter pilot, or a stand-up comedian. Which one are you most successful at and why? Ooh. NASCAR, fighter pilot, or stand-up comedian? Stand-up comedian, um, <laughs> no. I'm not an off, if, if these guys would let me finish, I would, <laughs> I would go on to tell you that I'm not an off-the-cuff kind of guy. Kay. Comedy's not my thing, stand-up comedian's out. Okay. Um, Fighter pilot, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm a little bit afraid of heights. I, I'm a little bit, you know, I'm not afraid of flying, but I, I get a little nervous. Okay. So I'm probably going to go with the NASCAR driver. Um, I've taken a lot of road trips in my life. I don't mind driving, hitting the road. So okay. that's what I'm doing. All right, NASCAR. Coach, we're going to stick with you here. You can ask All me right. your first question. Uh, let's see here. I may have asked this before, but okay. you can talk to any, any past president, dead or alive. Okay. What do you ask him and why? Uh, I would, there's a few that I'd want to talk to, but I'd ask John F. Kennedy who killed him. But I would, and the fact that there were two gunmen, not one, and we all know that. 
But I would go back and talk with Abraham Lincoln, and I would ask him as he stood by the window in the rain in the middle of the Civil War, how he stayed true to that, felt like he was doing the right thing with literally half the country against him. What made him keep staying the course and what made him as somebody of a different color care so much about another color to a point where it's, it's crazy how he cared so much and now we're in a world that seems to care less. So how we went backwards, I don't understand. But I'd ask Abraham Lincoln, how did you stay moral, values-driven, and care about people that didn't look like you and know that they, they were all equal and were willing to put lives on the line, including your own, to set the course in the right direction? That's what I would ask him. All right. Go ahead, John. Go uh, for me. Favorite athlete of all time and why? Favorite of what sport? Any sport. Any sport. Athlete. Favorite athlete of all time, and why? I'm probably going to say <clears throat> Ernie Davis. I'm going to say Ernie Davis. He wore number 44. Uh, he lived 23 years. He died of leukemia. So I think if he was a running back, you know, if he got to actually play in the NFL, there's a chance he could have been the best ever. And I think... It seems like he lived a full life, and he seemed like he did it well. So I would ask him, how did you do in 23 years what some people fail to do in 100? How were you such a strong person in the face of racism and hate and, and just negativity? How did you stick with that and stay the course and go on the football field? And whether he was fearing for his life or not, he never quit. He never stopped. It didn't matter where he went, who spit on him, threw, threw, threw things at him. I mean, he's, he's undefeated in 1959, and he just, he's one of those guys that you just feel like lived 23 years like it was 100. So I'd love to know what type of wisdom he would impart on me. I would love to ask him that. All right, Anthony, what do you got for him? All right, would you rather go back in time or to the future and why? I would rather go back in time to change some stuff. Because in the future, I don't know what the hell it's going to look like. So if I go back in time, at least I kind of know what to expect. And I can change a few things. So, And Back to the Future is one of my favorite movies. So I'd have to change a few things. All right, Anthony, my last question for you is you have the opportunity to go back and meet yourself as a child. What advice do you give yourself? Um, probably, probably play hockey. Like, try to skate. I can't, I can't skate, so I've always, I've always wanted to play hockey, but I don't know how to skate, so probably learn to skate at a young age. All right. Go back and learn how to skate. Yeah. John, I like this question. I'm going to keep it for you. Go back and talk to yourself as a kid. What advice are you telling yourself? Um, to not give up on anything, um, I, I, don't, I don't know, uh, uh, keep, keep playing baseball, I stopped playing baseball. So you would both go back in time and give yourself sports advice. Yeah. All right. Coach, you get to write yourself a letter 
and you're writing it back to the 21-year-old version of you, what do you tell that man? Where was I? I was uh, so 21. I was a senior at Ithaca. Okay. I was playing football. Okay. Well, I would probably tell myself to be a little bit smarter with how I arrange my, my college schedule because I had made a few mistakes in my schedule and I fell behind on credits and graduated a semester late, okay. um, which if any of you know Ithaca College is not cheap and that cost me about $12,000 in student loan debt that I'm still paying back to this day. So that's probably one thing I would tell myself. Um, since, uh, since we're here in a football capacity, yeah. um, I've got my share of regrets from, from not giving my all, and I, I would probably kick myself in the rear end in the weight room and make sure I didn't you know, skip a set or skip an exercise here or there. All right, fair enough. Very honest answers here from the guys. So for Coach Joe Corley, as well as Anthony Detalis, and... John Benson, myself, Dan Tutorial. We're going to take a step aside here at the Wildcat. Round two is coming up next. Coach is staying with us. And two more guys are coming up. Coach, who's coming up next? Frankie De Palma and Malin White. All right. So we got two new kids coming up. Thank you so much. Give them a round of applause. Give them some love. Thank you, sir. We'll talk with you soon.